Hello and welcome to Waypoint, a podcast only for people who have had their first shot of the COVID vaccine. If you haven't had the first one yet, go get it. It's important so we can all go back to doing fun stuff. Uh, I'm Julian, I'm the Game Master. I'm Sonia and I play Charlotte. I'm Mimi and I play Max and today I'm actually in the same space as... Me, Vio, I play Moon. It's so weird looking at people. This will be weird. All by myself. <laughs> no, please cut that out. <laughs> I uh, hereby announce that I will not cut that out. So, uh, do any of you remember what happened at the end of last time? Uh, any memories? Uh, I'm not sure anymore. Uh, it was, yeah, I think it we was pr pretty boring. We, like, we were talking to some CEO and then we just sort of went uh, went to the elevator and then just went down and then i mean nothing really happened it was pretty anticlimactic to be honest yeah i think i remember you like oh, i think you defeated some night guy or something i no, think so we, uh no oh no the ham the hamburger monster that's the one from last time i think what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> okay okay for real now for real now. what happened last time <laughs> okay so we were at the bank and um, we tried to um, get some more information and uh, Transistor trusted us with this important task, which was very nice. And um, rocks. Yeah, let us do our job. And then we got some financial documents and... <laughs> Um, the highlight of the why, episode. <laughs> that's why Max is really guilty now. Um, but yeah, uh, we found out some stuff and we talked to the CEO and he was really shady. And then we wanted to go down. I had I had some vibes. I'm not not gonna lie. I had some vibes. Um, you had a mustache. Yeah. I mean, the problem kind of was that you didn't have vibes. Like you you failed your vibe check. Yes, <laughs> yes, I totally believed him. I failed two rolls last last time. But yeah, um, we wanted to go downstairs in the elevator and then um, the elevator, the elevator also wanted to go downstairs very fast. <laughs> and yeah, it was very fast and it didn't slow down and there were some weird noises and then we saw a thing that wanted to attack us. And I'm really scared. Yeah, when you looked up, you saw uh, a knightly figure, a figure in, in knightly armor standing up there uh, and cutting off your elevator cord, your steel wire holding up the elevator with a weapon, which uh, I kind of thought I described as a hammer last time. No weapon. Yeah, 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 I found that out when I uh, edited the episode, which was like this week. Like, actually, I didn't describe it as a hammer, but I was thinking of a hammer, uh, a hammer, because like I described him once as looking like Reinhardt from Overwatch, and from that point onwards, I just thought of Reinhardt from Overwatch. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's not. It's not actually a hammer. It's actually an axe. He has a giant axe which has like rotating chainsaw blades at both ends. I have specified now which explains how he managed to cut through like that steel steel uh, rope that holds up the elevator like with with immense force because it like it takes a lot of physical force to do that to like cut anything with an with with a chainsaw especially especially like so, wire you know I wanted to ask for some clarification so right now the the cables to the elevator are cut are we starting to fall or 
Is this like right? Uh, yes. Uh, not just starting to fall. You are from this point onwards just in straight up free fall, uh, going down. Uh, and basically, that's the action that I start the episode with. You are in free fall now, and you can use actions now, or one of you can use an action now to sort of like stop this. Okay, situation. so we are okay. in a falling elevator. Potentially, we have three people that could try to do something about it. I would yes. like to try. Something. Yeah, I think you're the most likely to succeed at this. <laughs> I would like to try to magnetize the elevator and its surroundings so we stop falling. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, what exactly are you trying to do here? Uh, like how, The way I picture this is you're trying to like uh, sort of like make both the elevator and the walls... Get stuck to the elevator shaft? Yeah, so- so yeah, like you, you're trying to both magnet, or you're trying to magnetize uh, the elevator so it gets stuck to the wall. Like you know, have it have the reverse, the the opposite polarity to whatever magnetic force the the wall has. All right, uh, uh, what kind of move would that be? Uh, maybe unleash your powers. I would think unleashing or maybe defending. Like we're not directly engaging a threat. Hmm. Yeah, you're like you're not specifically defending anyone right now, so I'm gonna count this as unleash your powers. Unleash them. We need to do more stuff in front of an audience. <laughs> <laughs> there might be cameras in here. We don't know. We just didn't see any. That's exactly a seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least that. <laughs> It's so much more suspenseful if I can see what you're rolling. <laughs> okay, so on a 7 to 9, uh, mark a condition and the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. So first of all, uh, mark a condition of your choice. Are you already afraid? Because that might fit. Uh, I'll say you don't really have to like roll a condition in this situation. I'm going to count this as uh, unstable or temporary. Basically, like it's, this is the... Uh, Spider-Man pulling people up by his web- webs or Spider-Man uh, crawling out of a pile of rubble moment. Like, you do an incredible feat of power, but you know that it's temporary. Like, uh, Max won't be able to hold this up for very long. Yep. Okay, guys. Everybody out. Everybody out. We are not staying in this elevator. And Moon will try to reduce their um, telepathic bands to, like, climb out of them and just... Find something outside of the elevator to hold on to. If it's a ladder or another elevator coming up or down, that's where where they'll try to jump over to. Okay, so basically in this situation, it's less like you're you're immediately doing something. You're just kind of sort of trying to get a feel for uh, your options and the situation around you right now. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'll climb on top of the elevator and just have a quick look around where a safe place to get to is. So that would be like assessing? Uh, yeah, I'll, ass- uh, I'll say uh, roll to assess the situation. That's a nine. All right. Uh, on a seven to nine, ask one uh, uh, <laughs> the, of these questions. Uh-huh. There are some questions I'm kind about... of sort of getting the feeling that you maybe have an idea of what's the greatest danger. Yeah, I also have a feeling that what's the most, um, what's the biggest threat might be the night. Um, or falling to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe one of those two. I'm, I'm 
thinking between um, how could we best end this quickly in the way of this being the falling to death scenario and also what here can I use to get to safety I'm kind of thinking between those two well I think the safety one is yeah then I'm gonna go with um, what here can I use to um, get to safety Okay, uh, so if you want to get to safety right now, uh, to give a little bit of more of a, a description of where you are right now, um, you have uh, you're in an elevator shaft, not just of this one elevator, but like all the elevators on one side of the building. So uh, there's other elevators to both sides of you, like cables and elevators going up and down. So you could jump onto a cable pretty close to you of an elevator uh, that is currently on the, like as far as you can see on the ground level, you could jump onto that rope and hold on to it mm -hmm. um, and like slide down with your with your bands. I have a question. I still have the condition afraid and I can clear that by running away from something. If I just go without telling my the rest of my team anything, would that count as running away? Uh, yeah, that, that would absolutely count as running away. Yeah, Thanks. if you leave without helping us or anything, I would say, yeah, that counts. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you just fuck off. Yeah, no, no. Um, Moon will just, will just be like, everybody out, and just look and see, um, see the other cables and jump over there and slide down them with their telepathic bands and leave. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Uh, Moon makes the way down and is safe. <laughs> Yay! Are you getting Robin flashbacks already? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Have fun! Okay, so yeah, that's what you see. Uh, Moon uh, disappears into the darkness and uh, you're still left in a falling elevator without her. Uh, Sunny, do you do something? Um, yeah, I would like to uh, try to climb out of the elevator and then... Um, try to um, to lift Max out of the elevator as well so she can keep concentrating on it and I do the movement for her. Yeah, I don't think I can climb out while I'm actively magnetizing things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I'm just imagining Max like standing there with their, with their hands like um, stretched out like... <laughs> yeah, I think that's what's happening. <laughs> like magnetoing um, and just trying to get this... Um, elevator from stopping yeah exactly i'm gonna say in this situation uh pulling out max would also like lead to the issue of the elevator is falling from that point onwards so if you if you manage to pull max out that also means that the elevator is dropping then okay so I maybe unleash my powers i don't know uh maybe unleash your powers or defend i'll say uh that's gonna depend on like what specifically is it that you're trying to do here to get both you and max off of that elevator and to safety um i would try to um jump to some of the cables and hold max as well just so we don't fall Okay, yeah, so the idea is to, like, grab Max uh, and jump over there at super speed and hold on, hoping that, you know, yeah, you can hold on for now and then you can think about getting up or down. Yeah, yeah. Let's Ouch. hold on and then we can, you know, Do you decide have if we... or something? <laughs> I mean, I feel like a speedster should technically be pretty resistant to friction. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yes. that's, my, that's my suit. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say like you can take that friction at least better than others. It's still like a steel cable. That's pretty bad friction, but for now, I'm gonna say that's a defend someone then uh, in this situation and have you roll with a uh, uh, plus savior. And hey, you know, uh, what's the worst that could happen if you can't hold on? <laughs> uh, it's always nice to hear something like that from the GM. At least I have plus two on saving. Yeah, I mean, that sounds good at least. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe I hope I don't... Oh, God. Uh, wait. <laughs> seven? Okay, a seven. Uh, to defend someone, seven to nine. It costs you, expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation uh, and you don't get to pick one so I'm gonna say um, mm, how do we do this okay let's say like the, the, the second you pull Max out of the elevator the elevator immediately starts to drop like as you as you expected originally and basically it drops way too fast you notice like with your super speed, you still, like, have the time to react that other people probably wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. But yeah. uh, you don't have a lot of time to react. So, basically, like, you're left with two options. You can throw Max onto the elevator cable, who can probably, like, hold on with magnetic powers. Or you can drop Max and uh, jump over to the elevator cable yourself. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, try to get Max... To the cable. Just yeet here over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay, so you managed to grab Max, uh, get her out of there, and throw her over to the elevator cable, but now, yeah, you're you're just uh, falling. Someone help me. I think I'm probably already at the bottom and, like, trying to get into one of the elevators to get Transistor's help. Yeah, I'm gonna say so you're probably sorry. not quite at the bottom yet because not that much time has passed, but you're definitely yeah. on your way there. Okay. Max, do you wish to do something about the situation? Uh, does Charlotte have any metal on her? Like uh, some buckles or a zipper or something? Um, yeah, buckles, definitely. Um... And a zipper, because otherwise it's impossible to get into the suits. Um, <laughs> but zippers are mostly plastic. So, But yeah, I have buckles that are out of metal. I guess I could try to stick you to the wall. Like, if that's the nearest thing there is. Not, not for very long. I mean, the issue here is kind of that, like... The closest metallic thing to Charlotte right now is the elevator. Okay. I mean, you could, like, try to stick, stick her to the wall and just slow her descent down. I mean, she doesn't have to, like, stay on the wall. She could just, like, slide down yeah, the wall. I was about to say, like, if I could get Charlotte to a wall, she might be able to run down the wall or something. Oh, because yeah. she is a speedster. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's kind of sick. Uh, I'm already, like... <laughs> I'm already thinking way too much in terms of uh, My Hero Academia <laughs> because, like, I'm thinking, like, okay, someone who would, like, kick a lot in their superheroing would probably have metal plates in their shoes to, like... Uh, kick harder? Yeah, also, like, because you're a speedster. And if you want to kick someone, you don't want to break your uh, toes when you kick at super speed. Yeah, by the way, I'm planning to add some stuff to Max's costume after this whole adventure. Like, also metal in her boots and maybe like braces around um around her hands so 
she can stick to things better. <laughs> okay, so for now, if you want to get Charlotte off the elevator, like you can target her boots and uh, reverse the polarity of uh, flow? <laughs> no like the polarity of her boots reverse it to the polarity of the elevator so like the elevator kind of repels her and then you can remagnetize yep. her to fit with the polarity of the uh, walls of the elevator shaft to get her to okay. like stick to that for now so roll to defend someone Defend is Sorry, we only have savior. one cheat sheet and have to pass it around all the time. <laughs> I do have a plus one in that, so I'm not horrible, I guess. Let's see what what happens. Oh, oh that's a ten. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, on a defend, uh, if you roll a ten plus for NPC threats on a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. Okay, so... I'd say what you were trying to do, like, succeeds completely. You managed to demagnetize, remagnetize, whatever, Charlotte. So she gets repelled by the elevator and gets stuck to the wall. And you get to choose one. Add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, and clear a condition. You get to choose one of these. I would like to clear my guilty condition. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, this this is very much something that clears guilty. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done my job as a hero. You know, I think after this, um, Moon and Child will just start like wearing a, a metal chain as a belt or something, just in case. <laughs> Max ever has to like catch them or pull them or push them or anything like that. You're an elemental, basically. Okay, now I'm stuck to the wall. Yeah, exactly. You are currently like, you were magnetized like as fast as possible. So like everything you're wearing is probably magnetized to the wall right yep. now. But like with a bit of time and finesse, Max can probably like demagnetize everything but your souls, which yeah would mean that you can run up and down. I'm just zipping doing great. <laughs> Meanwhile, though, like both Max and Charlotte should be able to see that, you see that the knight has never vanished from the top of the elevator shaft. He's still looking out through those smashed doors, and you hear a creaking noise as he actually, like, looks down a little bit, seems to, like, calculate a risk or something like that, and then jumps down onto one of the elevator cables and grabs onto it with both of his hands and actually like doesn't fall like you would expect from his weight he manages to hold onto the cable and uh move downwards like at his own pace like relatively slowly am i on the same cable or is it just max i'm gonna say you're both at the same cable because you both just got to the closest one uh can i move my feet yeah, as soon as you get up from, like, your stuck-to-the-wall status, I'd say you're able to move your feet and move at super speed. Okay. Um, so uh, I run up the wall and uh, will try to punch the uh, the knight uh, with, you know, a super speed punch and uh, try to knock him off the cable. Okay, then that's directly engage a threat in this situation. Uh, plus danger. Yeah. You're so dangerous. Our most dangerous um, person is a zero in danger. <laughs> um, so I will... And only because labels got shifted. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I will use uh, my legacy move, uh, fight the good fight, uh, because then I can roll on savior and not on danger. And um, Okay, fight the good fight. When you pull your punches while directly engaging a threat, you can roll plus savior instead of plus danger. If you do, you cannot choose to impress, surprise, or frighten your foe. Yeah. So if you want to punch uh, the knight duplex with your... Yeah. Uh, super speed punches while fighting the good fight. I'd say you are gonna have to push him off of the cable in some way that doesn't kill him. Uh, if you can think of th think of okay. a way of yeah. that. Yeah, I guess all the elevators are at the bottom to... now. Are there are all the elevators at the bottom now, or is there one that's like in the process of of moving? Yeah, I'm gonna say there's constantly like a few of them that are in movement. Uh, you can actually see a few of them Could that you? are moving up or down next to you. And there's one that's not that far away. Could you punch him in a way that he falls onto the elevator? Uh, one that is, like, rising or falling? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that should be possible. That's something you can do. Okay. Then uh, I'm going to do that and try to punch him uh, onto one of the other elevators. Okay, nice. Then uh, instead of plus danger, you get to roll plus savior. Yeah, yeah. For change, I do not have a condition. Uh, that brings me down. So. Oh, wow. Nine. You did it. Wow. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> After how bad the rolls went <laughs> last time, this is a very, very pleasant surprise. Okay, so on a 7 to 9, you get to pick one. Resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition, which you can't do because you pulled your punches. Yeah, um, so I guess... Um, take something from them. The cable they're holding on to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take something from them. Uh, I guess, you know, I create an opportunity for my allies uh, in the way that I punch him off to the elevator and other people can attack him yeah that seems about right you can create an op you can probably like you see a few elevators around you that are moving up or down right now and you see one that's pretty yeah. close where if you would land on it he'd be slightly below max so you can create yes. an opportunity here for max to get out a solid attack also we should go over the team pool thing because like i'm pretty sure this counts as a fight at this point <laughs> as soon as you punch somebody i think Per definition, you are now in a fight. And he tried to kill us, so... Yeah, okay, that trying to kill someone, I think, is, like, the second thing you can do to start a fight. <laughs> okay, so what was the, at the beginning of combat, or when you engage combat, team move kind of thing again? Let me look it up. We still don't have a leader, so... Okay, um, when you enter battle against a dangerous foe as a team, add two to the... So we have... Two added to the team and one that's already there at the start of each session. So we have three team in the pool. Well, what as is, of now. What is the purpose in the fight for each of us? We have to actually talk about that. Yeah, I'm, for now. And now I would go through the things. Um, if the leader has influence over every teammate, add another team. We did have a leader and I'm not sure about the influence stuff, so no point there. If anyone has, the, if everyone has the same purpose in the fight, add another team. My purpose is, don't get killed. My purpose is survive. <laughs> okay. 
Sunny, what's what's Charlotte's purpose? Um, to protect Max and uh, Moon, um, and also you know in like defeating this guy, protect other people. Okay, so protecting people and defeating the guy. So yeah. we're not, yeah. we don't all have the same yeah, I think, purpose. I think for Max is like not just herself surviving, but also you surviving. <laughs> but yeah, it's not the same as Charlotte's, I don't think. Yeah. No. If any team member mistrusts the leader of the team, we don't have a leader. Um, if your team is ill prepared or off balance, I think we are. <laughs> oh, we're super ill prepared. You're also like literally off balance. Yeah, yeah. So that's two team in the pool. Can't think of a situation where you're more off balance than when you're currently falling down an elevator shaft. Okay, so you do create an opportunity for your ally, in this case ecstatic, to attack the villain. But also you trade blows. That means that you take uh, a powerful blow uh, when you trade blows or uh, get a condition inflicted on you, the DM's choice. Yeah. And he gets one of his conditions. Smart conditions on villains kind of work like their health points. So the more conditions a villain has, the stronger he is. And if all his conditions are marked down, he's basically defeated. So either like he goes down or he runs away, something like that. And immediately after he marks a condition, he gets to make a condition move. I'd say in this situation, uh, first of all, Charlotte gets to take a powerful blow in that one. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. You're all plus conditions. So depending on how many conditions you have marked at this point, the worse you are, the higher you roll, the worse you are at this move. <laughs> so the higher you roll, the worse the results of taking that powerful blow are. So if you have more than four conditions, it's literally impossible for you to shrug off a powerful blow. Because it would basically get a plus four. So even if you roll two ones... I mean, yeah, but also if you have five yeah. conditions marked, you're basically dead. <laughs> With villains, it's also like they get worse as they get more conditions. <laughs> you just kind of don't know what conditions they have. Those are like kind of based on how strong I want them to be. And also like on what is their character motivation that kind of says that. Yeah, 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 exactly, because Max managed to destroy his armor in this situation. Okay, so before he gets this condition, though, like, I'm gonna say what he does to uh, do trade blows. So basically, like, he notices that he's falling off now, and he uses his axe and swings it, like, in your direction, both to, like, attach himself to the cable somehow and to kill you. Mm -hmm. Okay, would you say that um, the knight is a has a great far greater power than I am I have I'd say in this current situation like based on strength alone yeah great then the chainsaw axe <laughs> then I can um, uh, do one of my other legacy moves uh, which is uh, never give up never surrender sweet galaxy quest reference and I get to uh, when you take a powerful blow from uh, someone with far greater power than you use this move instead of the basic move roll plus savior on a hit you, uh, you stand strong and choose one on a, a 7 to 9 market condition uh, I'm not gonna read all this stuff because I don't even know if I'm gonna do that Oh, I rolled an 11 plus 2 is 13. Oh, nice. This is the best roll I ever had. 
and you were complaining about all the potential you had. <laughs> okay, so never give up, never surrender says when you take a powerful blow from someone, roll plus savior instead of doing the take a powerful blow move. Uh, in on a seven to nine, blah 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 blah. Uh, on a hit, you stand strong and choose one. You get an opportunity or opening against your attacker. You rally from the hit and inspire the team, add one to the pool, or you keep your attacker's attention. Um, I would like to have uh, to get an opportunity or opening against my attacker. Um, may I suggest um, rallying the team? Because if your plan is to have Max attack him next, then giving her a plus one um, might true. be a good idea. I'm going to say in this situation, like, if you want to give Max an opportunity for a better attack, I th I'd say, like, either you rally from a hit and it inspires the team is a good one, or you keep your attacker's attention, because then you could, like, distract the knight while Max does, like, a sneak attack, maybe. But yeah, okay, then I do um, uh, the um, rallying and uh, inspiring the team. Okay, yeah, that, that works really well here. Uh, this seems pretty inspiring. So does Max look at me right now in, uh, in awe? <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, wow, this move is, like, actually super sweet. Like, you can, even if you have a lot of conditions, you can basically, like, with never give up, never <laughs> surrender, you can still take a powerful blow and basically shrug it off. That's really sweet. That's, like, that big uh, final <laughs> final boss supervillain, uh, I, I will never yeah, give up that's shit. that's why I chose it. <laughs> Good choice. That's some hero yeah. shit. <laughs> okay, so basically, like the flavor oh, yeah, of that's a good never idea. give up, never surrender, or take a powerful blow is kind of like you probably you do take the blow, but you kind of shrug it off, or maybe like you avoid it somehow, you get out of the way somehow. Uh, how do you think Charlotte avoids getting a cleft in twain by a chainsaw axe? Okay, so I would like to um, move my arms like in super speed and kind of like create a shield in front of me with my arms. You know, it's not a big shield because it, it basically ranges from my underarms. Um, so it's not that big. Uh, but yeah, I can... Oh my god, I just had a really, really sick idea. What? Okay, like you can move at super speed, right? And this is a chainsaw axe. So it's like this rapidly rotating uh, cable blade chain thing that would be cutting through you. I'm thinking, like, you move at the same speed as it. <laughs> so you, like, use your arms to basically, like, slap it uh, away so you it doesn't really cut into you at all. You bare heads. If that's inspiring, <laughs> I don't know what is. You don't, you don't really stop it. You just move along yeah. with it. Yeah, I'm gonna say, like, you kind of avoid getting cut by it that much. Like, you're still putting your hands against sharp objects, but you're mostly fine. Yeah, yeah, I have, a, I have like, you know, a slight cut on one of my arms, but yeah, the rest is just like, I'm good. <laughs> okay, so you manage to slap fight uh, the villain away. He uses his axe to like somehow catch the cable or to somehow like get you to come with him and he doesn't manage either. And he uh, marks a condition. And I'm gonna say, like, he probably marks angry in this situation. <laughs> I feel so badass right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the elevator he's landing on top of, If it, is it moving up or down? 
Uh, I'm gonna say it's currently moving up towards you. So like he's uh, it it kind of shakes when he falls onto the elevator, but uh, it's it continues moving upwards, uh, and he gets to make an angry condition move. Um, you hurt someone or you break something important. Uh, those are angry condition move for players. Uh, oh, okay. NPCs do um, have different ones. Like every ooh. time they gain a condition, they a do directly make a condition move. So I'd say in this situation, uh, what are the options? Um, angry. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I have an idea. So I'd say he lands on the elevator, it shakes slightly, uh, he gets back up, like clearly steaming you here, grunting and grumbling inside, like uh, noises of rage, and he uh, decides to go for the angry move, break the environment. Oh. In this situation, that means he picks up his axe, and starts in a wide arch, swinging it <laughs> for the cable of the elevator he's currently on, trying to destroy it. Oh no! So that's so that's the elevator, like next to the one that Max is hanging onto, and I am have landed on. So the elevator will like yeah, hit. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly that one. Okay, so the elevator will rush past me if he's still on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It w it won't hit any of you, but like there might be people inside who might die. Um, are there people inside? Do we hear like screams? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. you do hear like from the moment there's a big impact on top of the elevator, you hear people screaming inside there. Okay. I scream Max. Yeah, I'm Actually, you know what? I'm going to go a little bit further. No. Uh, no, nothing bad. The trapdoor on top of the elevator uh, opens, and you can actually see that there's two people inside the elevator, a man and a woman, who seem, like, really scared, uh, who are looking out at the night above them. An audience, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> Time to shine, star. I guess. Um... So, now that you actually have an audience for once... Uh, what kind of moves do you have that rely on an audience to work? Um, I think at the moment, actually, yeah. Um, I have one for directly engage a threat, which that wouldn't be. I mean, it could be directly engage a threat if you, like, want to attack him in some way or, like, swing over to him. Yeah, I mean, I do want to stop the elevator so maybe Charlotte can get the people out of there. <laughs> that was my thought as well. I mean, the elevator hasn't fallen yet. I don't know if I described that right. But, like, he's swinging with the axe right now. Okay. So, at this point, he hasn't cut the cable yet. He's just in the process of cutting the cable. And you can do a move to intercept that. Yeah, Um. I guess then I would like to shoot some lightning again. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That that worked pretty well the last time. Uh. Uh, Where do you want to shoot the lightning specifically? Like mostly into his arm, so maybe he will drop the weapon or at least won't be able to swing it. All right, good idea, good move. Uh, that would be directly engage a threat then. That's plus danger. Yeah, I can actually, um, with an audience watching, I can mark a condition and instead roll superior instead of danger. Oh, nice. That's pretty sweet. 
Uh, it comes with a price, but still. Yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be angry now. <laughs> I mean, you could always just roll a normal engage. I mean, it's one one difference. Yeah, but one difference can be. They've got a point okay. there. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna mark angry and roll with my superior. That's so not playing fair involving innocent people. That's an eight. Oh wow! Good thing that you rolled and got a condition with your yeah. special move, because otherwise you would have just rolled a seven. That would have been absolutely terrible. <laughs> okay, so the, uh, unless unlike the only thing that changes here is the way you roll the move, so it still directly engages th a threat. So you get to resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Uh, I think I'm gonna take the X from them. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yeah, yeah yeah that is a good move that is a good move uh so like last time you shot him with lightning you did notice like the the fingers started like going haywire and flopping about like crazy so you do realize that like the fingers can malfunction on this suit of armor so you kind of try to make that th same thing happen again so you shoot lightning straight into the arms the fingers start flopping about wildly and uh, he actually drops the weapon. So I'd say in response to that, Maybe. he uh, also he gets to mark a condition. Uh, he marks Afraid Again, which had regenerated since last time. And uh, I'd say he immediately goes into the uh, Afraid move, which is also like how you trade blows. Uh, lash out without thought at a threat. Uh, as he uh, just fucking jumps at you, body slamming All you. Right there, I just have to roll and then add my one condition, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. This is a take a powerful blow situation. Oh, that, that's a thirteen! <laughs> oh nice. wow, that's the worst thing that could have happened. Maybe just roll double sixes. Wow, <laughs> that's really. That's a really terrible time to do this. <laughs> yeah, the one time where that's bad. Right? Oh, no. Oh, no. High is bad now. Oh. Oh. Uh, yep. So on a 10 plus in this situation, you choose uh, one from you must remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc. Uh, you lose control of your powers in a terrible way or two options from seven to nine, which are you lash out verbally uh, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. I mean, you give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain, mark two conditions. I think it would make the most sense at this point to just let myself go down the elevator cable and remove myself from the situation in this case like sort of a panic reaction to this knight coming towards me uh, yeah that makes sense I, I have like a very cartoonish image in front of my eyes uh, in my head right now where you like use your magnetic magnetic powers to sort of like nope uh, <laughs> downwards out of the frame uh, of this combat situation so as the knight reaches the cable and like tries to grab onto it with his legs, you you just <whistles> disappear. <laughs> you land on my head. <laughs> so, sorry, child. <laughs> yeah, just leave me alone. <laughs> By the way, Moon, <laughs> what's going on down there? What are you doing? What I wanted to do was was opening the trapdoor on the top of this elevator and um, get and transistor's help. 
Okay, I'm gonna say like you get into that elevator pretty easily and stand in front of closed doors now. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the door to the elevator is it? Um, does it open at the push of a button or is it stuck? There are buttons there, so you might just be able to relatively easily open it. Uh, we'll get back to you in a second. Okay. I just want to figure out right now, like, okay. Charlotte is left alone up there mm-hmm. now that Max has <laughs> zoomed out of this combat situation. <laughs> Just noped out of there. And actually, Charlotte, something you would notice uh, by looking at this situation as it unfolds now, uh, you see that the uh, the knight, like the moment he got in contact with the cable, he started like dropping really fast because of his weight. But, like, after a few seconds, uh, his descent, like, slows to a halt really, really quickly, as if something had been activated that helps him... Uh, uh, okay. That helps him stay in the position, uh, that helps him, like, move on or move or stop on the cable, similar to the beginning of the fight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna assume that now that Max is gone, uh, Charlotte's gonna have to run around the shaft to not drop down. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, that's that's actually valid. Oh. Yeah. So Charlotte, like, as uh, Max disappears into the darkness. Okay. You realize that you're starting to fall. Okay. Then I'm just gonna like run around the shaft to keep the height. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna say Whee! that's an unleash your powers. This is definitely like a special feat. Okay. Haha, <laughs> special feat, because running. Um, this is plus freak. Ah, oh, great, I also... Uh, I'm so sad, the first double six we rolled was in the one, one case where it's like literally the worst thing you can do. I don't get potential for that, do I? No, I actually think that's really funny. It says specifically on the move, you get potential when you miss. Also, okay. Yeah. You fail a roll. It doesn't say if you roll yeah. below a six. So, mark potential. Okay, I have seven. Okay, so on a seven to nine, mark a condition of the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Um, how do we... Okay. <laughs> uh, and I need to mark a condition, right? Uh, not necessarily. It's it's either you mark a condition or the effect is unstable or temporary. In this situation, I'd say uh, temporary. Oh, okay. Maybe unstable makes the most sense. Uh, basically, like, you, you run around in circles okay. in the elevator shaft and you manage to not fall down. But you do notice that with, like, every loop you make, because gravity is still a factor, you <laughs> drop a little bit more. So, like, eventually you'll just be running straight down after enough time okay. because like you're being pulled down by gravity that is unfortunate there are still people to be saved <laughs> meanwhile uh what are you doing down there vio i'm pushing a button <laughs> okay there's a bunch of buttons which button do you push um since the elevator was already as you said they were on on the level of the lobby yeah 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 yeah. So. that's what you assumed um okay yeah, I'm pretty sure that looking out of an elevator, it's pretty hard to tell which floor it stopped at. Like, the elevators um, aren't on the lowest level there is, but there's a level where there's a lot, okay. which is probably the lobby. Okay, so I'm gonna push the button for the ground floor. All right, the doors of the elevator swing open, and it's a lobby. 
Transistor? Transistor, help! Villain! Villain up there, help! Okay, uh, Transistor is actually still in the lobby, like, sitting on a chair, uh, probably waiting for you, uh, playing some mobile game on her phone, uh, or anything like that. <laughs> but uh, when she hears Moon's screams, she, like, immediately gets up. Like, uh, instantly ready for a combat situation. This is the stuff she's trained at. Uh, she's a professional. <sighs> she's gonna lean down to her combat boots and, like, pull a lever on each one of them. And uh, they're gonna, like, slightly raise her from the ground. And with, like, immense speed, uh, that's kind of unusual for, uh, you know, like, like, almost speedster speed, she rushes into the elevator as quickly as possible. And, uh... As soon as as soon as she gets awesome. there, she like turns to Moon and says, "Where? What's the problem?" And Moon sort of points upwards. She pulls on a pair of goggles that she's had stuck in her hair up until this point, looks upwards, and immediately pulls another lever, and her boots like throw her out of the elevator. And that's the moment Max lands on the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Max can see that. Max sees Transistor using her. Uh, far more honed electromagnetic control to jump out of the elevator in a single push of a button and land right next to her. She she points above, just above herself. No, no words are spoken. And no words are necessary. <laughs> Transistor sees the knight uh, still on top of that cable of the elevator right next to her. And like with another magnetic super jump, she gets onto the elevator cable and starts speeding up it, uh, putting her hands against and using her magnetic powers to uh, move up in extreme speed. Um, and as soon as Duplex up there on the cable sees that he like reverses course and uh, starts moving with pretty incredible speed for his size uh, up the elevator cable as well. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He nopes out of the combat situation uh, as quickly as you did before. And uh, he's not quite as fast as Transistor, but he manages to reach the top floor um, and is followed onto the top floor by Transistor, where they continue the fight. So now the three of you are left alone in the elevator again, in the elevator shaft. And uh, Charlotte is still in longer and longer loops, uh, falling down the elevator shaft, or like running down the elevator <laughs> shaft. I'm I'm still in the elevator, but I I assume that after um, um, Transistor goes up, I like follow her to see what she's doing. So so I just see like of this black blur like running around the elevator shaft. Is is that Charlotte? It's a green blur, just... It's yeah. a green blur, okay. Yeah, you do. You do see the green blur uh, running in circles, and you would probably also mm -hmm. notice from your current position that the blur is starting to come down and is coming down faster and faster. Sunny, can I sense that you're, um, that you're in trouble right now, or do I, I... I'm not sure how the sensing part would work when you're in super speed. I think we established that it's pretty confusing because yeah, your brain is working I mean, my, at a far, my brain is faster pace. Moving at the same speed, so. So I'm just gonna say, when you're using your super speed, Moon has no idea what's going yes. on. But I assume we can see that Charlotte is running down yeah. and getting faster and faster. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, can I try to catch her when she's running past us to slow her down with my um, telepathic bands? Maybe push the elevator button so the elevator starts going up so you can time it. Yeah, that actually sounds like a good move. You know what? Yeah. And Moon reaches back inside with the telepathic band and just sort of tries to push any button that's above the um, above the um, ground floor. And as the elevator starts moving, she tries to like time it in a way that she can catch Charlotte when she's rushing past. Okay, I could say uh, in this situation might be a defense someone or an unleash your powers. I think depending on how you look at this situation, both could work. Uh, I'm gonna say unleash your powers here. Okay. I like that. I'm much more freaky than sa savory. <laughs> You're not savory? <laughs> no. Very bitter. <laughs> uh, that is eight. No, it's a seven. If it's a seven, it's right? It's a seven. Yeah. I was just thinking that doesn't add up. My brain did not like <laughs> math. It, it was like, okay, this is a five, but I have a plus two. Okay, that works. And then I did math, math right. So it's a okay. seven. Okay, do you have any condition right now? I have now one condition. Okay. Inflict a condition really doesn't work that well here. Uh... Which, um, uh, which pretty interestingly enough is feeling guilty because I failed to help um, Charlotte earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's uh, the two things that happen with Unleash Your Powers is either you mark a condition or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable. Mm -hmm. Or temporary. I, I don't think any of the conditions make much sense for you to get from this unleash your powers if it doesn't go great. How about um, I manage to catch Charlotte and slow her down, but um, I'm I'm getting ripped off the elevator, so we are both now sort of hanging in the air. Uh, how does this work exactly? So Charlotte is slowed down, but I'm like like swinging from Charlotte with my telepathic bands. Uh, well, if if Charlotte is slowed down and you're hanging from Charlotte as she runs on the wall, you just fall. If she's slowed down, she falls. Yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't quite work like that. No, I thought that um, the telepathic bands were holding on to Charlotte, yeah. who was hanging down there, and Moon was holding on to the elevator, kind of holding them both up. Okay, so yeah, yeah, that that works. That works a bit better. Okay, so it's more like I'm just lying on my stomach and child is like swinging below me on my telepathic bands. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So at this point, you've you you managed to achieve your goal, kinda. Yeah. Like Charlotte isn't falling the anymore, uh, but she is hanging from your band right now. Max, 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 stop sliding. Grab my legs! <laughs> Max, my legs! Uh, yes, I'm going to try to get Charlotte up. Yeah, that seems good. <laughs> We're so incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I... Yeah, I, I don't think this is an unleash your powers, because you're not, like... I, I can't think of a way you're using your powers for that. So, uh, I'd say defend... Yeah, I, I don't think I could use my powers in that way because I would just get Charlotte stuck on the elevator or the wall or something. Yeah, exactly. So I'd say re uh, roll a defend 
I should have had Moon's role be a defend too. Uh, that was a bad call. I do not like this because that would have been a six. That's a four. <laughs> Potential. Oh. <laughs> I think now is the time where you very yeah. both fall. <laughs> yeah, basically, like uh, all all three of you are. Like, two of you are being held up by Moon now. Like, I see this uh, situation in a way where, like, you slide over to quickly grab onto uh, the bands to pull them up. And you, like, slide a little bit too far. You, like, miscalculate the velocity. <laughs> this this, this was shit. not successful. And uh, you drop down and um, are also hanging from the bands now, which is just too much weight for Moon, who finally, like, drops. Uh, at this point, you're like below ground level. You're at say like at negative level one. There's three levels down there, and you're uh, in complete freefall. Can I make a suggestion for Charlotte? Mm -hmm. Maybe. I feel like maybe you you could um, move the air, air in a circle to at least slow us down a bit. Yeah, I was thinking of if something if you're like, like that. Fast enough, something like that. But I thought air manipulation is specifically one of the powers you do not have. Right? Oh, True. yeah. Yeah, 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 right, exactly. True. I mean, I had an idea. All right, what you got? I was just uh, thinking, I have the telepathic bands on both my arms. I would just try, and Max is still holding onto my legs, or are they? Or is she, is she falling along us? Uh, I wouldn't say to your legs, but uh, she's also like grabbing onto your telepathic bands, so she's between you and Charlotte. Okay, so I will try to like remove one of the bands that's holding onto Charlotte and try to wrap it around the, um, the, what's it called again? The the cable of a nearby elevator. Uh, all right, y you can do that. Yeah. Would that be a defend or an unleash? Uh, I'd say that's a pretty clear unleash your powers. Okay. Oh, that's eight, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. I'm so paranoid that I can't that I can't do a math right now. Uh, you don't have any conditions that impede that, right? Uh, no. All right, then on a ten, you just do it. You manage to do it. You grab with your telepathic bands onto the cable of like the elevator that's closest to you, and you all slide down until you come to a halt, like. Uh, right, right above the bottommost floor, negative three. So like we're we're hovering like ten, like half a feet above the ground. <laughs> yeah, I'd say like about about a foot uh, above the bottommost floor. And uh, actually, something you notice while down here is uh, there only seems to be one exit, uh, one elevator door. Ah, oh, interesting, guys. Um, Which is like the uh, the elevator you were actually taking down here because oh. this is the floor you wanted to get to negative three. Okay, I Charlotte, I'm gonna down. let you lose now because I this down. is really bad. Okay, I jumped down too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that was that was something <sighs> really bad. It is what it was. I mean, yeah. We have to get up there again. There's still people in danger. So, um, how 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 do we get back up? I, I can I mean, run up the right. Can I huh. run up? 
Uh, yeah, only basically if your feet get remagnetized. We could open the door and push the elevator button and hope that it works. Or do we want to I like mean, maybe get some get the stairs so they we don't? If if like, it was the elevator we were in originally, then the elevator should be down there because it had a cut off cable. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. So so we're standing on the elevator, uh, not on it. Um, I'd say like right next to it. It crashed and okay. We're probably standing in it. Yeah, yeah, it it crashed and broke apart down here. There's like <laughs> bits of it. Uh, can I can run up the walls, right? Uh, yeah, basically same as before. I'd say if you manage to like get your shoes magnetized again, uh, you can run up the wall. Okay. I mean, could I you? could technically magnetize Charlotte, but it would wear off because. I can yeah. follow Charlotte. Yeah. Like, or you could, I guess, carry Max. I feel like Yoda style. <laughs> I feel like maybe we're better off just um, getting to the f inside the floor, basically, like out of the elevator shaft and taking the stairs and taking the stairs. <laughs> I mean, you can still super speed upstairs. It's probably easier than a sheer wall. Yeah, and like there must be there must be stairs safety regulations say there must be stairs <laughs> yeah the guy might be a killer but he would never ignore safety regulations can we pry open the door to to the building i mean i can probably do it they're metal yeah, yeah i don't think you even need a roll for that you just jedi slide them open <laughs> yeah exactly like these doors were made to be opened yeah by a magnetic mechanism too also, I would like to say that the whole electromagnetics thing is not something Max specializes in. So everything that was done before was just kind of a, let's see if this works. <laughs> Apparently it does. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the doors slide open and you can get onto the negative three floor. Um, when we walk into the building, do we, do we see like... Uh, I can quickly tell Stairs. you what you see there. Because, okay. like, what you see down here is not the same as any other floor you've seen so far of this building. Um, this is the room you wanted to get to, the room connected to the underground monorail network, at least according to the CEO. Uh, and you do see a door on the other side of the room. Um, as you look into it, you see that it has been, like, whatever this used to be, has been crudely refashioned into a sort of mechanics workshop. You see large machines and manual smithing equipment lay littered about, reflecting <gasps> a careless and chaotic mindset to how it was assembled. It's just sort of all thrown in Underground here. Underground villain there! Uh, you see a massive workbench that forms the center of the room and curved metallic bits strewn about. The air in here is dense and smells strongly of sweat and rotting food, the latter coming from an overflowing mountain of takeout crates stacked atop a trash can that has been filled to absolute overcapacity. Moon sort of like shoots both of their arms out and grabs um, um, Charlotte and Max. Is this our first underground villain lair? Yes, and we can't stay. Okay, I uh, run around real quick and uh, also, you know, to the exit and see if there are stairs or something. So oh, Okay, yeah, as, as previously mentioned, there seems to be only one exit to this room, which is like right on the other end of it. Uh, and as you run towards that, you recognize it. You've been there before. Um, this is, oh, yeah, yeah okay. this is the entrance to the monorail network that you've seen from the other side. 
as you run across the room, though, you notice something else. Uh, I mentioned before that there's like a big uh, workbench in the middle. And uh, now that you can see it more closely, you see that it's just littered with blueprints. There's blueprints stacked on top of it. There's like blueprints on the ground floor. There's blueprints shoved into every single opening. And uh, like small prototype looking uh, metallic apparatuses strewn about. I mean, if we find the blueprint for the existing um, night armor, mm. maybe we can find a weakness or something. I feel like Moon would probably be able to, like, see some stuff there. You know about uh, yeah. technology, right? I would. Um, I was thinking along similar lines. I was thinking that every time the, although I'm not sure if I would have seen that. I, Vio, the player, was thinking that every time the uh, duplex went up or down the um, the the cables, he, he used some kind of device. So maybe we can find like a prototype or something in the workshop that we could use to like zip up and down the lines. But I'm not sure if Moon would have seen that because he basically noped off as soon as possible. But I feel like maybe Moon would have like at least gotten something of the stuff that was happening from yeah. Charlotte and Max maybe I so don't know in the end I think it's it comes down to I want to take a look around and look for stuff on the armor and depending on how well I roll I'll um, see which ones I'm I'm primarily focusing on okay like there's not really anything that can go wrong here so I'll say that doesn't need a roll yeah. All right. So, yeah, you look around and look at the blueprints and at the small prototype things and you realize pretty quickly that the prototype things seem to be prototypes for what's on the blueprints. Uh, and what's interesting is none of the blueprints seem to show the entire armor. Uh, they seem to show like certain bits, certain designs that look like they're part of the armor, but weren't designed for that. For example, you see mm. like some big uh, gauntlets with like uh, some magnetic properties designed for engineers to travel across the rails fast so they could fix what needed fixing without having to get a ladder or something like that. Uh, you see magnetic soles that were apparently put on uh, other like workers to give them safety when they're working that high up. Oh. Uh, even a protective carapace, sort of like an exo armor that one could use to uh, survive very bad falls and even falling down uh, one of the rails if necessary. Uh, what you see is they're all stamped with a red approval pending stamp. Uh, and something else you also notice is they're all signed by like whoever designed them. And it's all like different names. Like they're not all designed by the same person. They seem to be designed just by some engineers probably working for WIMP. So... I think people, guys, um, if I'm reading this right, um, I'm pretty sure the CEO is not an engineer himself. It looks like he just took parts that other people designed and built and just cobbled together his his mechanic suit. So, I mean, one weakness might be that it's not like one piece of armor. It's not supposed to work together all the way. So maybe that would explain why there's so much stuff malfunctioning. If I'm reading this right, if we like get his gauntlets off, that would be like taking apart the armor might be easier than we think. 
Uh, yeah, something you okay. definitely notice is that all of these parts weren't intended to work together. So, like, as Max noticed when she shocked uh, the arms, that made the arms and the hands malfunction, but the rest seemed pretty unaffected. So, also from the designs and from this, you can see uh, all the parts have different power sources that are probably not that well protected. Do we still have the communicator um, that we got from the SOS? Yes. Can we try calling... <laughs> Can we try calling Transistor and give her an update on what we found? Like, Transistor, the stuff is I working mean, independently. We can try. Yeah, I mean... We can try. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm pretty sure that Moon cannot use a phone. <laughs> because they cannot speak <laughs> in word. Um, I can text her. I think Max had that communicator. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah, I'm just trying to ping Transistor. <laughs> Hi, guys. Okay, so like all throughout you heard combat <laughs> noises coming from the top of the elevator shaft, right? Uh, like you heard Transistor having an epic fight up there with Duplex. You heard like the sound of lightning bolts shattering glass and all that. Uh, and finally, like you hear a, a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a super embarrassing ringtone? Uh, it, it's, the, it's the theme from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's nice. And That's someone just nice. and, and then and maybe like Max moves out and into the elevator. Tracer is so pick up your phone. <laughs> uh yeah, really quickly you hear the sound of like the line the sound of the line being opened uh on the phone on the communicator and you hear Transistor's voice like uh pretty out of breath. What? We found the blueprints for the armor. You found the what? The, the blueprints. Oh my god, you found the secret villain layer? Holy shit. Okay, okay. What, what do I do? What do I do? Um, can Moon look up where the power source for the arms are? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, it's um, on the back, uh, right between the shoulder blades. Okay. Go for the middle of the shoulder blades. Okay, like, uh, she... <laughs> She, you hear a lightning bolt from above and she says, Lightning is good. Oh my god, it worked. What next? So, now, Julian, now it's your time to have the equivalent of mashing two action figures together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're kind of involved in the fight. <laughs> legs? Legs are where the leg um, power source is. Uh, that's the knees. Knees. Next to knees. You hear a thunder crack noise above, and then a hell yeah. Uh, the helmet, 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 helmet. Uh, the helmet power source is at the back of the neck, and as you tell Transistor that, uh, she shouts to you, "Oh yeah, fuck! It worked. His uh, I I don't think he can see anymore. He's stumbling around like," and then you hear a loud noise as if something heavy just fell down and then a voice that is not transistors that says I give up hey we did pretty much nothing but <laughs> I mean you were support yeah thanks transistor <laughs> and hey yeah you, you soften him up I, I mean well, I did the we did, cool thing we did hit him yeah. a few times yeah. like yeah. twice <laughs> You basically bitch slapped a a um a a chainsaw axe. That was pretty that's, cool. That's true. And like you actually got 
two conditions out of him of three. Oh wow! Okay, damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had him. You had him pretty close. Maybe he would have been defeated by us if I hadn't just noped out. Oh, we we owe transistor so <laughs> big time. Oh yes. Uh, speaking of transistor, you hear a voice on the communicator again. Uh, this time a slight bit calmer, and she says, "I got him here dead to rights. Uh, where are you?" I, I cannot answer this. They can. <laughs> There's no way I can reach Transistor telepathically along the sides of a skyscraper yeah. from the from the like third level below ground. Yeah, it's a, like third underground level. Just it's... follow the destruction. <laughs> you hear Transistor's voice talking to uh, someone else, probably Duplex. Hey, asshole! How do we get down there? And he says, "I, we, we can't anymore. The only elevator that goes to that level was destroyed in combat." We noticed. I mean, I guess I guess we can out uh, get out over the tunnels. Like, there's an exit here to the monorail. You can briefly see a transistor looking like she she's looking into the uh, through the pride open doors. Moon waves. Yes, yeah, she waves. She waves back at you. <laughs> uh, and she then like looks left to right, trying to like sort of check. Okay. Uh, what else is here? And she says, I could get an elevator to negative two. Could you get that high up? Yeah, I'm going to say you don't have to roll for that either. Like, you would basically just, like, without much pressure through time, be using abilities you've already demonstrated to get up there. So uh, she brings the elevator down and you all can get on that pretty easily. It's not graceful, but we all get in there. Excuse me, I look super cool doing that, okay? Except Charlotte. Charlotte just zips, yeah. zips up there and just stands there. I, I sit, in, her I sit in the elevator until you two come and I'm like, what took you so long? <laughs> Catchphrase in the making. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the uh, high-speed elevator gracefully moves up and you reach the top floor pretty quickly. Ding! Door open. <laughs> and as you reach the top, you can get out of the elevator and in front of you, you see... Basically the same thing you've seen before, where you're in that hallway between the meeting room and the CEO's office. And in that CEO's office, you see leaning against the black uh, gold-decorated desk, uh, Duplex. Moon waves at him. He does not wave back because it appears he can't see. <laughs> oh, Moon is disappointed because he doesn't react. So, good job, Transistor. I mean, decent job. Business as usual. You guys, uh, you know, you really softened that steel guy up for me. So, uh, recap, uh, how did we get there, here? <laughs> well, we talked to the CEO. We noticed he was shady right away. Oh, fuck, yes, the CEO. Holy shit, what happened to him? Hey, asshole, did you throw the CEO down the elevator shaft? No, that that's him. That's that's the guy in the in the can. Oh, no, really? Him? The CEO? She walks over to the man in the mask and, like, puts her hand on the helmet and, like, looks at you with a sarcastic expression. Let's see who was hiding under that mask <laughs> the whole time. And he wouldn't. Oh wow, it's a person with a lot of wealth and power. Who would have guessed? And he would have gotten away if it wasn't for these meddling kids. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you figured out it was the CEO when you were up here. And then he started attacking you. 
Yeah, we were suspicious right away and wanted to appear as if we had not figured it out and got go downstairs to confer with you and then he he cut the elevator line. Transistor kicks against the knee of the armor and says, Wow, bro, like absolute dick move. Wow. Well, we assume his motive was uh, basically to get the insurance sums for the monorail. Wow, really? This is literally all just about insurance fraud? We have a folder to prove it. We don't have that anymore. Damn. I gotta say, it's like a little disappointing that all of this was about like pretty much nothing. (laughs) And he tried to kill all the people in the elevator. And us. Yeah, right. Attempted murder. Yeah, he tried to kill us. Are the people in the elevator okay? Uh, yeah, the people in the elevator should be okay. Uh, he jumped off of it really quickly and then it just continued to travel upwards. So, yeah, they should be alright at this point. Okay. And then we found this underground supervillain lair at Moon sends a transistor a, a picture. Oh, wow, this is sweet. Underground villain lays are, lairs are amazing. I remember my first one. Nice. Yeah. That where he made this armor here? I mean, he kind of cobbled it together. I mean, he's not like you and me and can just build awesome stuff. Just kind of stole it from other people. So how, how do you think it will like affect our rating or grading that you had to help us out? I mean, I barely had to do anything. Like, you basically did this yourself. I mean, I think, I think it shows very high maturity of us to see when we are... When um, when we need help and get that immediately. Yeah, sure, sure. Tell yourself that. That's good. I think I will. <laughs> As you talk about that, Transistor like uh, pulls Duplex up and removes the rest of his armor. Uh, and yeah, it is the CEO. Like I, I didn't really confirm it until now, but like, yeah, you basically knew it. It is the CEO. It is Gregor Galta. Uh, and he's like completely silent with a blank face. Like uh, he doesn't seem like he wants to talk. Um, Julian. Uh, yeah. What? Can I have? I want to have a closer look at what he's thinking about because he's suspiciously quiet. Okay. Yeah. Like he's put on a very uh, closed-off kind of demeanor, kind of mask. So I'd say, yeah, pierce the mask. I think you have a negative on that, right? Uh, nope. No, not that. Okay. I have on, uh, I'm feeling guilty, so I have a negative on okay. provoking someone and assessing the situation. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it will be a straight up roll. Okay! Now this is the best... Okay, I got two sixes. And this is the best yeah. <laughs> um, place to have it. To actually, like... I mean, if there's one thing that's very good, it's like getting into the head of the villain of the week. Sure. What is he thinking about? Uh, okay, um, what questions? Um, yeah, you get to pick three from the Pierce the Mask questions. What are you really pan- planning? What do you want me to do? What do you intend to do? How could I get your character to blank? Or how could um, I gain influence over hmm. you? What are you really planning? Okay, okay. So you're like mind reading yeah. him, basically. I'm looking at him and just like... Mm, trying to get inside his head. I think one question that fits pretty well is... um. What are you really planning? Or what were you really planning? Like, I think we were on the money with the getting the insurance, um, um, that he wanted to get the insurance money to keep his um, his company from failing. But 
maybe there might be more than just greed. Maybe it's like his family's company and he wanted to keep all the workers employed or something. So that's what I want to know. What maybe was his plan? Maybe he just wanted people to stop shouting. <laughs> yes, I can understand that. So what, what, what was his plan? Why did he do it? Okay, so this is not the most informative question, I guess, but uh, I guess it's good to have confirmation. Like, you were right on the money. Uh, this is about keeping his position as CEO, not being, like, thrown out by the board of directors, keeping money flow to the company intact. This was just a giant bit of insurance fraud. <laughs> that was basically all that was. Okay. Uh, as you noticed when you met him on the monorail, where when you mind-read him, you noticed... All he wanted to do was cause destruction. That's all he wanted to do. Like as much obvious destruction as possible to collect insurance pay. Okay. Um, two more questions. Hmm. What do you want me to do? I don't care. <laughs> what do you intend to do? That might be interesting. Like, why is he being so quiet? What does he... What probably is... waiting for his lawyer. Yeah, probably. But still, there. I mean... There are only two more questions I could ask, and that's one that... I mean, if I have three questions, I'm going to ask three questions. Yep. What is he intending to do? What's his plan? Why is he so quiet? Okay, uh, what does he intend to do? That's... Um, hmm. You, I'd say you look into his mind, and you get, like, a general feel for, like, what he thinks is going to happen now and what he wants to do after the situation is over. And the idea you get is he intends to walk free. He doesn't think this whole situation will harm him too badly and that, like, hmm. by maybe at the most in a week, he will be walking free. Okay. So I'm basically like, getting, like, glimpses of schemes to get out of this and lawyers and... Um... Lawyers, yes. Schemes, a bit less, maybe. Like, you don't get the feeling that he has, like, a big breakout planned or, like... He's going to be transported in a prisoner truck and it's going to be intercepted or whatever. He just thinks the law won't apply to him. Okay. Hmm. I'm thinking about how could I get your character to... I mean, my question is something that I'm not sure I would get inside his head. If I'm thinking, how can I get your character to um, be held responsible for your, for your actions... So I'm thinking maybe in the way, can I try to see if there's anything that he's thinking about burying evidence-wise um, or any sort of um, scheme he already has planned? Like, can I see what he thinks is going to help him set him free, set, um, him free and what, what oh, I really hope they don't find this one thing where my signature is on it or something like that? Uh, yeah, that's not really do doable with the questions. I feel that goes a bit far yeah. for this ability. I mean, how could I get your character to incriminate himself? Is yeah Probably not would probably be the answer. You know what? Then I'm going to go another route. I'm going to ask how can I gain influence over you? Because I, I think Moon is in the headspace of this is a person that thinks they'll go free. So either way, if they get free... Um, I might, I mean, I might um, like make sure they don't do anything like that again by gaining influence. And also, this is a tech company, and there's some really cool shit in the basement. So maybe there's some way that Moon can use that to like get parts for her ship. I'm 
gonna say like this is again not the most informative answer but sometimes you just don't get exactly what you want from this uh if you could somehow get between him and his freedom or him and his money like if you could somehow take that away from him you would gain influence over him which like yeah that's that's very very hard for you to do but that's the best way you can see i mean i have a ship that's pretty good at hacking so yeah true that's something to keep in mind then yeah i'll keep that in mind Moon will sort of um, tell the others that they um, found the info. Yeah, it's about... Yeah, it's basically what we thought it would be. As you, like, also, tell the others what you found out in the mind of the supervillain, uh, Transistor walks the prisoner over to the elevator uh, in handcuffs and motions you to follow. So, Transistor, this guy is pretty certain he's gonna walk free, so I don't think the intimidation route will work if you, like, I'm not, I'm pretty sure will not give you a confession or anything. So uh, I mean, that's not my job anyways. I'm more of a ground okay. person. Moon walks into the elevator. Like, uh, the questioning and all of that, that's left up to professionals okay. and lawyers. Just thought I'd let you know. But trust me, these kinds of people, they always think that they're gonna walk free. And they don't always do. You take the elevator down and get back to lo the lobby with the CEO in tow. You get some strange looks from uh, the people who work there, but you are superheroes, so you probably know what you're doing. And there are clear battle scars. It, like, everyone heard the fight up ahead. Like, there was glass shattering. Uh, there were supports being crashed. Um... And so as you leave the building, you already see, like, a mob of people standing there, like, uh, looking at you, uh, some of them clapping, like, celebrating these new superheroes that uh, have apparently caught a big corporate supervillain. Charlotte is smiling a lot. Are there any photographers? Uh, yes, for sure. There, there are. Well... <laughs> also some people with mics, like... There's also all the people with their phones out, probably. Yeah, like, Max is... Posing a bit and appearing a lot more confident than she is. <laughs> Moon just sort of stands there awkwardly and waves. <laughs> yeah, as you make your way over to Transistor's bike with the prisoner, uh, like some of the... Uh, like Transistor seems to be trying to wave away the people to like get the job done as fast as possible. She doesn't seem like ultra confident in front of a crowd. Uh, there's... One journalist, like, aggressively running up to you. He's wearing, like, an old-fashioned trench coat, like, real superhero feel. Uh, we're a superhero journalist feel. And, like, uh, tr like f so, uh, almost stabbing you with a microphone and saying, Interview, interview, Adam Raker from the Superhero Forecast. Please, uh, new superheroes, tell me, what's your deal? What's your backstory? Who are your deep and secret supervillains? Um, Max gives him a business card and that business card has the contact information for her brother on it who does all of her PR <laughs> stuff. Uh, he does take it. Oh. <laughs> but after that, Transistor like waves him off and says, piss off, Reiko, we don't have time for you. We have like actual fucking work to do right now. And she like really quickly gets on the rocket bike uh, and like affixes the caught villain to it before pointing to the back and saying, get on in. If we don't move fast enough, he's going to climb up here. That that guy's a fucking parasite. I think on the way, Moon is just like constantly like um, replaying the things that um, we did. And then and then you did the thing with the with the thing and then you bitch slapped. This is awesome. And then the thing and then they fell down. I was like, oh shit, they're going to die. And they did and it was awesome. Yeah, your journey back doesn't take that long because like it's a rocket bike. 
uh, and Transistor is moving as fast as possible, trying to uh, get the villain to uh, back to base as fast as possible. And you actually land in front of the SOS headquarters, like right in front of the statue of Starbolt, as she jumps out uh, the villain over her shoulder. And as she walks towards the glass doors, she uh, turns around to you, especially to you, Charlotte, and uh, with one thumb points at the statue and says, haven't met him that many times, but I met him enough to know that after what you did today, he'd be proud of you. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I uh, do not uh, scream like I just did. Um, and uh, <laughs> just not at her, like... Thank you. Maybe to Moon's ears. Um, Max looks at Charlotte and says, Good job, Starbolt. Oh. 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 <laughs> Validation. <laughs> Riding that high uh, of actually being called Starbolt for once. You make your way into the SOS headquarters, back into the lobby that you've been in before. Uh, and actually on the way... Transistor has already like called through and like given note that you've caught the villain. So when you enter the lobby, she just walks up to the information desk before turning to you and saying, "Okay, just got confirmation. Highest floor. He's waiting for you." All right. Mm-hmm. Hope it goes better than last time. <laughs> it can't be much worse than last time. The elevator arrives pretty quickly, and you get on and make your high-speed ride up to the highest floor. Uh, and as you arrive up there, you're once again greeted by the <laughs> marble-clad office of uh, Knight Rider, the man, the legend, who is again sitting behind his desk uh, with a cowboy hat on, not slouching this time like last time, but sitting pretty straight up uh, with his hands folded before him. And as you come in, he's clearly been expecting you as he looks towards you and says, So, um, you... Did it? Uh, how did it go? It's a learning curve. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it is, but you did a good job. He is an audience. Speak. From what I heard from Transistor so far, you succeeded. We did the best we could, and I think in this case it was enough. It appears so. Moon sort of um, thought whispers to Charlotte, no, we did fucking awesomely. You you are allowed to be proud of this. I'm thinking uh, and, you know, thinking back to Moon and I'm like, yeah, but you're not supposed to brag. Moon rolls the eyes mentally. <laughs> That's a great sentence. <laughs> uh, Knight Rider gets off of his chair and walks in front of his table where he like leans against it and says yeah uh, it it was enough you you did exactly as you were told and you caught the villain um yeah uh great job and all that um he like looks down at his table and like with his finger draws a circle on it. Like this is extremely awkward. Like he clearly doesn't know what to say to you in this situation. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So uh, Gregor Galta, right? Um, yep. CEO. Uh, 
of Wavepoint Incorporated, whatever. Exactly. And another one of, you know, another one of those cases. Julian, can I get... <laughs> I'm, I know you might be getting tired of me saying that, but can I get a, a vibe check on him? <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. Vibe check! Like, just top surface without having to roll anything. Like, you clearly get the vibe of, like, he's super closed off. Okay. Like, extremely. Okay, so I get basically the vibe of I'm not going to allow my emotions to show in any way, shape, or form. Uh, not just that, it goes a bit further. Like, he's he's obviously actively holding emotions back. Can I get any feeling about what kind of emotions they are? Is he, like, angry or proud or... Or sad. Uh, angry is probably closest to it. Anger and frustration are strong. Okay. Um, what kind of cases are we talking about? Nah, well, he's on... <sighs> that doesn't need to matter. Uh, not your level. Well, I think if we're part of the SOS and helping people, I think we should know. You're not part of the SOS yet, okay? I don't say anything Hex, anymore. Didn't we? Didn't he say we have to prove ourselves, and then we we did? Can you really afford to take to turn heroes away that can get the job done? Ooh. We're not talking about turning you away. All right, that's that's not what we're talking about. So, tell us what are we talking about? I don't really understand why you need to be involved in affairs of the big leagues or whatever or in affairs of the highest level that we're going to have to deal with here but alright, if you want to join the SOS here's the situation, we can't we can't really do anything against Galta. Galta's on the corporate council the people who rule Waypoint if we do something against Galta, Galta does something against us and that might be freezing either the money we have or the political power we carry, making it impossible to do our job. That means he's not going to be punished for what he did of course he'll be punished there's just limits to what we can do maybe a fine but he's rich he tried to kill us but he didn't and he didn't kill anyone else either if it was murder then maybe we could do something because we saved them because you saved them there are no corpses that we could use against his lawyers attempted killing then and it's by the way a good thing that you did but <sighs> Forget about it, all right? This is not something you have to concern yourself with if you just want to be superheroes for us and not our lawyers. I said if you did the job, you'd get the position. And I stand by my word. Despite how much I might not like it, you get to join the SOS. On one condition. And what is that? I have a feeling. You can't call yourself Starbolt. There it is. But I am Starbolt. He puts his face in his hand and shakes his head. Moon steps forward and folds their arms and says, If you're not gonna take Charlotte the way she is, you're not gonna get me either. Does Max say something? <laughs> well, I am Spartacus! <laughs> Max is going through a whole range of emotions because being part of the SOS is literally her biggest dream. Like, dream come true. But also, it turns out the SOS isn't as great as she thought it was. And 
Also, she's still pretty angry. Like, that's a condition I still have. So, I actually think that um, her motivation... You can, like, clear angry by having a raging outburst, right? Yes. Hurt someone or break something. You might break... Break. The... I mean, I could just metaphorically break the connection with the SOS, I guess. So, I don't think that... Um, Charlotte's uh, whole Starbolt thing is the motivation, but she is angry that um, this villain that tried to kill people is not gonna be punished, and the SOS just stands by and does nothing. And so I think she's just gonna um, walk up to him, look him in the face, and say, well, you have the kind of organization that I don't want to be a part of. Okay, uh, let me check. Uh, is this... Hmm, could Does this count as a... Provoke someone you could do, maybe? Um, I mean, it, it would be like... Isn't this basically... Um, um, uh, I think um, it's me clearing my condition, right? Isn't this rejecting someone's influence? It's what I'm thinking, because... This Maybe. was this this was your dream, yeah. And she is an adult, yeah. That might be you saying, you know what? I don't give a fuck what you think. Yeah, that makes sense to me. It makes sense to me that this is a role to uh, reject someone's uh, influence, which is. Uh, let me check real quick. I think that was just two d six without any bonuses. Yeah, you just yeah yeah you just roll and yeah. That's a 10. Nice. nice. Oh, perfect timing. <laughs> you can choose two. You can clear a condition or mark potential by immediately uh, immediately acting to prove them wrong. You can shift one label up and one label down. New choice. Um, on the peripheral moves. Yeah. yeah. And you can cancel the influence and take plus one forward against them. You can cho You can choose two of them. Yeah, I don't think I can really act in a way to prove him wrong in this situation you could just mic drop and walk out <laughs> yeah that's that's what i'm thinking um and maybe the plus one forward um might be something because i think it sounds like yeah like have that work as you just like permanently breaking uh <laughs> the connection to him by canceling the influence I mean, I think it would be kind of fitting. <laughs> so I actually do think I'm going to do that. I'm just going to turn around, walk to the elevator and not look back. And you can shift your labels or take a plus one against Knight Rider himself. Like if I, if I cancel the influence now, it's not going to come up in the future unless he gains influence again, right? Uh, I mean... If you cancel the influence now, then that influence is gone. Like, he doesn't have influence over you anymore in future situations, which we could also, like, mainly see as a character thing more than a rules-wise thing. Because, like, yeah, you you actively reject him. Yeah, I, th I think I'm going to do that because he used to be a hero of mine, but now I just sort of am so disappointed by him that what he says doesn't really affect me anymore. Yeah, perfect. So uh, you've basically cleared your condition and now you're rejecting his uh, 
influence, yep. right? And then you just walk off. Yeah. So I guess since you already cleared your condition by acting so foolhardily, mm -hmm. um, that means you can get a potential? Yes, you can mark potential. You're also good that you can only mark potential from succeeding. Now I'm the one who has the least potential in our group. Moon sort of doesn't really know what to do and will wait to see what what Charlotte is is um uh, I walk up to Night Rider, look him in the eyes and say, I am startled and I'm gonna prove it to you and then I walk out. Are you rejecting its influence? As you walk off, uh Knight Rider like pu pushes himself away from the table looking at you, like clear anger on his face, the anger he'd been holding back before. And he shouts, if you leave now, you're gone. You'll never join the SOS. You'll never be a real superhero in this city. I don't need you. You need this. Max doesn't stop. Um, I turn around and say to him, uh, Sabal told me to always be true to myself, and that's what I'm doing. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say roll to reject influence. Okay. Uh, wait, so what do I have to roll on this? Um, just 2d6. Just 2d6, okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Two. Oh boy. Uh, hmm. Mark potential? <laughs> Um, uh, on a miss, their words hit you hard. Mark a condition and the GM will adjust your labels. Okay. Uh, as you mm -hmm. turn to him and say that, he like looks you dead in the eye and says, I knew the real Starbolt. I knew him from when I was 14 years old. I knew him before you were even uh, a thought in someone's mind. And I met a lot of people that he brought here, that I brought here, that I just happened to meet here who were impressive superheroes, who had the potential of becoming the next Starbolt. You don't have that potential. You're nothing. What? <laughs> That's harsh, man. Big ouch. So you mark a condition and I adjust your labels. I mean, I have uh, left afraid, angry and guilty. Um, so I would say angry. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense that you would get angry in this situation. And I will adjust your labels. I say uh, mm -hmm. I'll shift down your superior and shift up your mundane. Okay. Um. That makes sense to me. So uh, you just got shouted at by one of the greatest superheroes in the world and the former sidekick of your mentor. Uh, how, how do you uh, respond? Uh, oh, God. Um. Give him the finger. You could do the angry teenager stomping out. <laughs> I'm not a teenager. I'm 21. <laughs> I'm 26 and I still pull that off sometimes. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't care what you say. You're not my dad. And just go. <laughs> um... I mean, the funny thing is to clear angry, hurt someone, or break something. You could just go over there and, like, smash a vase or something. Mm -hmm. Smash his desk! Oh, I just had an idea. Okay, um, okay. Punch uh, him. You know how we established in the first episode that among the things he, uh, Starbolt left you, 
is his uh, old superhero costume uh, from back in the 80s with like the, the, the giant collar. Yeah. Uh, on the table, on Knight Rider's table, propped up uh, like, a, like a small statue, is the most recent helmet that Starbolt wore when he died. Are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting? <laughs> <laughs> That's evil. <laughs> I can't destroy it. Uh, I, I definitely can't destroy it. Um, <laughs> That's fine. I just wanted to give you the option. Um, okay. Um, okay, I'm angry. Let me think of a response. Um, so I turn around and walk up to him again and say, fuck you. I don't need you. I don't need your approval. You know what? Starbolt would be ashamed of you. I have fought against people like you my entire life. Do you really think you can tear me down like that? I'm not going to give up. And Starbolt will be proud of me. And you will accept me as Starbolt. I turn around and walk away. He uh, gets back behind his uh, desk, sits down, folds his hands and as the elevator doors uh, open to greet you you walk in and the elevator closes he says we'll see and the doors shut down and the elevator moves towards the ground floor uh moon feels that i'm very very upset right now and close to panic attack hmm on a meta level i would like to comfort and support her but mm -hmm. I'm not sure Moon has enough understanding of people to know what to do about this right now because there's a lot of conflicting emotions in this elevator right now. If you if you have an idea of what to do, you can uh, tell me. Um, you know, Moon lays their hand on uh, Charlotte's shoulder and says, that was awesome. I didn't have the privilege of knowing your mentor but I have a feeling he would have liked seeing that from you okay roll a comfort or support someone um that's a five why I'm so good at um, hold on no <laughs> plus mundane yeah my mundane is zero you know oh, what great hold on I have a move that when you comfort or support someone by telling them how they exemplify the best parts of Earth, then I can roll freak instead of that. Could I add something to that sentence to like make this um, move fit? Would you let me do that? No. Okay, then it's a five. <laughs> Charlotte might just be too upset right now. Like, uh, what, what do you think? What do you think? How, how does this fail, Charlotte? Um, then I might be some tears rolling down my face now. Oh. Uh, did you did you get rid of your guilty condition? Uh, no, I did not. What do you also feel? I would like. I think maybe insecure would make sense because that's like the second time that Moon has totally misjudged um, what Charlotte needs right now, and that might be like a sign of like, oh no, oh no, I'm not as good as I thought I was. Um, this is my friend, and I keep saying the the wrong thing. I'm gonna stick with this. Okay. I think. And the elevator uh, reaches the ground floor soon after because it is a high-speed elevator. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you uh, re-enter the lobby. All the like marble and decor uh, of heroic statues around you suddenly feels 
a lot more ominous and a lot less heroic to you. Is Transistor still there or did she um, go and secure the uh, prisoner? Uh, Transistor would have probably brought the prisoner uh, to a holding cell at okay. this point. So, so I'm not... going to say she's not here anymore. <laughs> we need someone cool and assertive and confident right now, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to walk quickly to the uh, exit. Yeah, me too. Moon sort of looks around Th once. I think and... Max and I are both very upset right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you leave the SOS headquarters building. Uh, the massive glass doors closing behind you in a way that feels like the end of something that never really started in a way. And you uh, stand in front of the statue of uh, Starbolt once more. His back turned towards you, him looking down and giving the impression of, uh, from this perspective, of having turned away from you in some way. You see the bustle of the streets around you once more. You're back in the very populous district. You see the tourists walking by you. You see the people in makeshift hero costumes. And you come to the realization that whatever your path of herodom in the city is, it's not going to be this one as you walk off the premises and leave the glitz and glamour of the SOS behind. And that's where this episode ends. That's the first storyline. That's the first, uh, like, uh, five issues of the Waypoint comic condensed into a small little uh, paperback. <laughs> this oh, did man. Not, uh, this did not go at all like I imagined it would. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I mean, I thought mm. it would go something like this. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, there's two things that I can say about this. This is not the only way you could have gone. There's multiple ways that you could have gone with this. And the other is, holy shit, thank God you went this way because that's the only one I have prepared. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we need to think of a team name. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get back uh, to our heroes and the uncertain path they will take now next time. But for now... See ya in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Why do I keep waving at the microphone? <laughs> <laughs>